0: Hello there, comic book fans and film nerds, and welcome back to an episode of the Silver Screen Podcast and one of our special episodes. Uh, We have done these before. Uh, It's one of our top 10 episodes. If you haven't watched any of our previous ones, why the heck not? Uh, Go back and watch our top 10 Christmas movies or top 10 Marvel movies. Uh, But speaking of comic book related stuff, uh, this will be our top 10 DC movies. In the interest of balance. Uh, not a great time to be dealing with all things DC and <laughs> movies, but we have addressed that in a previous uh, video, so we're not going to go there just yet. This is fine. Hopefully not too much. This is fine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so this will be our top 10 DC movie special. Uh, as with all of the top 10s, we usually have a panel of people that will uh, come together to form our final top 10. And there's four of us here. I'm Mike, so I'm your regular host. I'm joined by my regular co-host, obviously, DK. Hello there. Awesome. Hello, DK. Uh, We're joined again by DK's friend, Nick, who you may know from our Predator review. Hello there. Awesome. And uh, we are also joined by our friend, Theo, who you may know from the Big Screen podcast. (laughs) Hello. So uh, we are a wide range of uh, different various age groups and things and we're all over the internet, but uh, we all, I think, have in common that we're all DC fans, uh, at least to some extent. So we've all picked our top 10 list. Uh, If you haven't watched our top 10s, uh, just to quickly go over the way that i do this because i i have the burden of having to <laughs> try to make all the maths of this make sense and work so hopefully fingers <laughs> crossed it does still um but basically uh, what will happen is everybody will read out their top 10 lists we are going to go one at a time from 10 to one uh, and just for the sake of avoiding arguments and because i couldn't be bothered to think of a cleverer way we may as well go alphabetically so we'll go DK, myself, Nick and Theo, (laughs) because why not? (laughs) Uh, So we give our number 10, then our number nine each, then we go round and give our number eight, uh, and points will be awarded to each movie depending on its placement in each person's top 10 list, uh, in reverse order of number. Uh, It will make sense, for example, a film placed at number 10 would get one point, number nine would get two points, and so forth until the number one, which would get 10 points. Uh, At the end, the total points from all four of us contributors will be accumulated, and hopefully that will give us a final combined top 10, which we will give you after we've done uh, audience interactions and the like. Um, But if that seems like a lot to take in and you're more of a visual learner than uh, sort of understanding my ramblings on, I will pop this information on a ticker, which you'll hopefully see on the bottom of the screen. Uh, which I'll keep on for a couple minutes just to try and familiarise yourself with the rules. But don't panic if not, you'll uh, you'll be able to follow it as we go along. Um, so before we get into the actual top tens, uh, we do have. I know myself and DK have some honourable mentions that didn't quite make the top ten. Um, but before any of that, I also I wanted to go to DK. Uh, because we want to get this out of the way I know that you had a dishonourable mention That
1: you wanted to have a little ramble about DK <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry if anybody's got this in their list But as, as well as my honourable mentions I have one dishonourable mention I don't want to go over the retread the past that we went over yesterday But it's got to be Batman versus Superman Nope, there, there was The audience have switched off that's Yeah, great. yeah, well, <laughs> fuck <laughs> Uh, There was more than one misstep in Snyder's Man of Steel movie that I could just about, just about forgive them for. Had they moved on and built Superman up from the ground up, but tonally, to me, Batman vs. Superman is just another shit show. Aside from a couple of decent scenes primarily involving Gal Gadot, it's plainly obvious that Snyder had zero idea of what to do with the characters past whatever uh, Frank Miller Elseworlds tea he'd been sucking on. Not only did it completely destroy a production in which arguably, and I want to emphasize this, the two most recognizable heroes in comics lore appeared alongside each other, but it set the tone for the continued car crash that followed. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah. So as much as I like Snyder's earlier movies, I just cannot forgive him for that. So apologies, but that's my uh, dishonorable mention.
0: Okay, does anybody want to jump in with any thoughts or opinions on that then? I'm uh,
2: I'm going to say, happily, mine. that is not in my list, so uh, I will be sticking After. around for the rest of the uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> Fair, Fair I, enough. I, I, probably, I probably have um, a better opinion of it, uh, hmm. but yeah, I, I'd agree with quite a lot. I was it, just uh, going to uh, say the okay. same. I
0: don't feel quite as vitriolic towards it as DK does, and I will say that in the interests of balance, I don't hate the film. I can see all the problems with it. And Eisenberg is a strong one and Snyder's kind of seeming contempt for the characters and Batman being a killer, as much as people whinge about, oh, he does it all the time, does does rub me up the wrong way. But having said that, it is probably one of the best cinematic versions of Batman that we've had. It's definitely some mm. of the best fight scenes, because at least, you know, they can do that. Um,
2: and I did really like Affleck's, uh, or should I say, yeah. Batflex. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think what's happened with it is uh, is a real shame because uh, that was a real strong point of the movie for me. Um, but, it yeah, is. I just think it was a, it was a
1: very strange way to introduce a Justice mm. League with a Batman that's pretty much on his way out.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like mm. I said, there's missteps galore, but in terms of the actual film itself, like I said, people have ranted about it enough about that it's the only good part. But the sort of Arkham Asylum inspired sort of attack on all the goons and KG beast uh, that happens in that film is still at least a good sequence and better than, in my opinion, anything we got in Snyder's Justice League. But that's a different argument for a different time. <laughs> uh, so, Theo, any last thoughts before we move on on that one? <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I went to see it twice in cinema, so...
3: That's fair enough. I mean, people yeah. are to like these things, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if
1: you like I, it,
3: you too. It's just funny. Don't, don't get wrong. I don't love it. I don't think it's like a masterpiece or anything. But, like, it's a fun watch. Like, I can watch and yeah. kind of switch off and just enjoy, like, yeah. some of the visuals. And Batflick is a really strong Batman.
0: Yeah, but, definitely
3: yeah it's just I don't know it's just kind of it's an all right film for me it's just like I don't yeah.
0: even mind the battle with Doomsday at the end and I mean yeah as you said Wonder Woman's great in it at least and mm. if it wasn't these characters with this level of kind of baggage you have to be at least you know somewhat subservient to you I don't think it would be as bad but and I
3: have to admit just... when they did the sequence where they showed you all the Justice League members on the laptop a little bit inside <laughs> of me did get a bit excited I was like, okay, you <laughs> just set this up way too early, but seeing all the icons and seeing like yeah. little videos, I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> I think there's nothing goes to...
2: go wrong with this, you thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear.
0: I hope that Alex uh, Luthor has a career in graphic design, though, because he's fantastic at designing superhero logos, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, he basically
2: just... <laughs> <better>. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane, Zach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll move on from that and I'll take this uh, little ticker tape off the screen now because you've all had a chance to hopefully look at that. So there we go.
2: I, I would just um, stand very quickly that the uh, the director's cut is moderately better. Yeah, extended cut. Um, yeah. It is. Yes. Better, it is it,
0: it, yeah, it does actually make a lot of the sort of plot beats and stuff make more sense, which kind of yeah. were left very vague in the theatrical cut. I mean, it doesn't necessarily improve anything that you might have a problem with. Um, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> at least it makes what's there more coherent. So, yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, so, as I said, we were going to start by going over our honourable mentions, which would be the films that didn't quite make our top tens. Um, I, I'm aware that myself and DK have discussed it and we have these, but I didn't actually ask Nick or Theo. So uh, do you two have any honourable mentions that you wanted to mention before I, I ask?
2: <laughs> I. Um, that's a slightly more complex question for me. But uh, I have okay. something to
0: say in that section. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. What, what about yourself, Theo? Did you have anything outside of your top ten, or did you just narrow it down to a top ten without any, uh, any loose cannon?
3: Well, I was struggling between a few.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to say them? Well, yeah, this is your chance to name anything that almost made your top ten but didn't quite make it, so go for it. So
3: almost my top ten was Batman, The Rise
0: of the Phantasm. Batman Mask of the Phantasm was also one of 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 my honourable mentions. (laughs) Um, Batman 1966. Also one of my honourable mentions. (laughs) And Man of Steel. Okay, that's not in my honourable mentions, but okay, fair enough. Um, Again, it's a film that I have issue with, but I can understand that a lot of people like it, and I I get what's good in it. Um, And again, yeah, as, as DK said, it made some missteps, but I don't think it's a bad overall movie. So, yeah, I can understand people liking that. Although, personally... It's my one of my least favorite Superman movies, perhaps second only to I don't know, Supergirl.
3: <laughs> if you oh, want to count yeah. that. Quest for peace and Superman three,
0: ass. Superman three, oh, oh, I, hate, oh, but, I oh, 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 oh. but Quest for peace, I have a soft spot for. So <laughs> we,
2: we may have a, we may have a fight
0: on our hands later. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost certainly going to get into conflict at some point anyway.
2: But get Absolutely. that bell
0: ready. <laughs> but, yeah, sure, no, I, agree, uh, okay. I agree with you on batman 66 it didn't quite make my list but yes it is cheesy and it's camp but that's exactly what it's supposed to be it's a fantastic comedy that absolutely knows that it's meant to be a comedy and for that you have to give it it's uh it's plot. it's it's my family have been laughing at that you can't get rid of a bomb and the whole That <laughs> like, <laughs> shark repellent <laughs> Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the,
0: the scene of the supposed riddle of like the shark was pulling my leg. That means it's Joker. It happened at sea. Sea for Catwoman. This is all one big riddle. So Riddler. And what else lives in sea? Penguins. So penguins involved. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> it's the worst kind of three, two, one type clues.
1: Carl yeah. you know, Schmidt lab has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and yeah mask of the phantasm just as, as it, in its status as being a spin-off of the fantastic batman animated series obviously is great it uh, didn't quite make my list but it was just outside it, it was considered for a long time but i have to say the ultimate deciding factor for me was just that there are better episodes of the animated series as much as people might disagree with me so i would personally recommend going to watch a couple of those instead of the movie but anyway um right so that was theos and a couple of mine uh, what about, we'll go to you next, DK, because we we are not sure what's happening with Nick, so we'll ask for your honourable mention.
1: <laughs> okay, I've got uh, Dark Knight and Batman Returns. Uh, oh, paint Dark me, Knight did... is not in your list? No, no. Oh. Uh, That's interesting. They, al- they almost made it, but they were picked by their respective fellow entries. I uh, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, Lego Batman which to me have been better Batman my movies than most of the live-action ones these last few years. <laughs> uh, I've, I do have Snyder's Justice League, just for the attempt at making a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is nothing like the books in some cases, thank goodness. But it was a fun... <laughs> Sorry to say... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mind it. it. I just thought it was a fun romp. As long as you just disassociate it with the books, I thought it were all right. And... Uh, a very, very honorable mention to Batman 66. It's bright, it's colorful, and it was pretty much the movie that kicked off my obsession with superheroes. And, of course, it led to the yeah. infamous This Isn't Footloose Incident.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, just to, again, because I have one in common with you, so I will agree, I also have Batman Returns in my honorable mentions, um, which, again, so close to making it just for how iconic it is. Um, yeah. if, you know, some... So many of the lines and the scenes and stuff are ingrained in my memory, and I watched I've watched it so many times since childhood. But ultimately, the same criticism can be said of it that I've said since it came out, which is it's not a Batman movie. Batman's it's a Batman Danny Batman. Batman's... <laughs> It's kind of a Tim Burton. I'm interested in these freaky oh, villains yeah, movie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, and uh, yeah, it's great that it gives the focus to Penguin and a new version of kind of, of Catwoman, and Walken's great, but. I don't personally think you can rate in your top 10 a Batman movie where Batman appears for about 14 minutes of two hours. You know what I mean? So, um, that was my logic anyway. Uh, so I will, I'll finish off the rest of mine because I've only got another two then. Uh, so also in my honourable mentions, but didn't quite make it, is the movie V for Vendetta. Um, which, again, it was very close to making it, but unfortunately it just made a couple of too many... um unfortunate changes to the source material, which I'm really like reverent about. So I couldn't (laughs) squeeze it into my top 10. It was just a couple of things that were like, ooh, yeah, no. (laughs) But very good, though, still a very good movie. And, you know, as as Alan Moore adaptations go, better than Alex G, despite what DK will tell you. (laughs) And uh, the final one, which is the one that I struggled about for ages and was in and out of my top 10, uh, is the movie Stardust, which I had to pop down to honorable mentions. Primarily just because I cannot stand Ricky Gervais and,
1: and he's in
2: this ah, That's the exact same reason that I discounted it. Um yep. I, don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with Ricky Gervais as Ricky Gervais, but when he's yeah. in a film and he's Ricky Gervais, yeah. it just takes you out of it completely and just, just destroys I just, I just, any I, sense any suspension of disbelief you might have had.
0: I've just it's developed like, a hatred it's for it's him good, as he gets more and more bigoted lately, but that's, yeah. you know, do their own, but <laughs> Um, but No Stardust is actually, like I said, with that aside, it is such a good movie that I really wanted to try to squeeze it into my top 10. But I just couldn't justify some of the casting choices. And as you'll hear a lot, like I said, the book is better. <laughs> so, just you know, use that maybe. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, uh, Nick, <laughs> what's the sitch yeah. with your uh, honourable mentions then?
2: Well, uh, I'm going to be honest. I actually I struggled a lot more with the top 10 uh, DC movies than I thought I would. Uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be easy—ten films, no problem." Mm. And when I've come to actually look at them, I, it turns out maybe I'm not a DC fan at all. But um, <laughs> I, I,
0: it's difficult to I, be fair. You'd think, you'd think yeah. there's more, and then it's actually there's in terms of great like X epic movie. Mm. There is probably less than you'd think, really. Yeah,
2: yeah. so I, there's there's a little filler in my top ten, if I'm honest. Um, Okay. So, uh, but I will. I would give. I, I'm going to give an honourable mention to um, Zack Snyder's Justice League as well. I know it's sort of not um, not technically allowed because of um, it never got a general release. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, apart from being worlds apart from the uh, Joss Whedon version. Um, yeah, a of i a I, I got a lot of time for it, which which actually you need a lot of time for it because it's what four hours <laughs> long or something. But uh, yeah. but yeah, it did it did make me sad that the sort of a little bit sad that the Snyderverse didn't continue because I would have liked to have seen where that went. Again, not not saying it's perfect or um, or anything along those lines, but uh, but epic it certainly is, and you know it's it's given enough time that that amount of characters need to have. Uh, i think but yeah. uh okay. but yeah so honorable mentions yeah probably um i'd probably say uh, batman returns and for similar reasons uh mm-hmm. now you've said that that sort of occurred to me but yeah it's it's a, it's a Tim Burton film it's not a batman film um and i've got i've got a very very dishonorable mention uh and you'll see why i say it's dishonorable uh, because it's okay. uh, it, it wouldn't have appeared in my top 10, but I have to mention it. But I'm going to mention Supergirl. Uh, okay. And for this, for one reason alone, that um, as a 14-year-old boy at the time, uh, Helen Slater in that Supergirl outfit had a profound yeah. effect on me. And I'm going to leave that there and <laughs> gloss over it and let's move on before... Yeah. <laughs> for,
0: for all that movie's yeah. flaws Helen Slater is fantastic in it to the point that she's still getting roles in like she was in Smallville for one episode and she's uh, a semi-regular in the Supergirl TV show because she's great as an actress you know so, Yeah. You
2: know? Um,
0: with that out of the way then we're going to get into our top 10 lists and as I said we're going to go down uh, the list alphabetically uh, and I'll keep tallying up the points as we go uh, And yeah you'll keep up hopefully with what we're doing you'll be able to figure it out so we're going to start with everyone's number 10 and as I said, we're going alphabetically. So, DK, I'm calling on you to start the ball rolling. What is your number 10 movie and the first movie to get one point?
1: Okay. It'll probably be the only movie out, out of here to get just one point. I mean, straight out of the gate, I'm probably going to end up at odds with Theo here. Bear in mind, I had Howard the Duck as number 10 on Marvel 1. So, <laughs> with number 10 in this, I'm going Superman 3. Right. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Superman three it is, and uh, other than you know discussing the incredibly traumatic horror movie friggin assimilated robot woman at the end of the movie, which I'm sure we'll touch on, why else might you love or hate Superman yeah.
1: <laughs> It's cheesy it's garbage, it's uh, Richard Lester following on from what he did with Superman Two and it's a Richard Pryor vehicle, but hmm. it's got some of the best scenes in the Christopher Reeve series uh. Again, really? I think so. That fight between okay. Clark and Superman in that junkyard—I think that's one of the highlights of the entire series. Yeah. I just—it's it, mostly for laughs, as you would expect yeah. from a Richard Pryor. But it does have scenes in it, and I grew up with it, and so I'm just going to stick with it. So screw you all. You're allowed. There's a—I—I I, I will say I like um,
0: what's her name, Annette O'Toole as Lana. And I like the first half hour when Superman's heroing in Smallville. But other than that, it's pretty irredeemable. It's my least favourite Superman. Oh, I love it. And I love love the TV
1: TV version even more, which has got quite a few extended (laughs) screens Fair so,
0: enough. It's, it's nice to have a wide range of opinions and we are all still able to be friends, but uh, yeah, I yeah. well, with Superman 3 on that one, but we'll see if it makes anybody else's list later, I guess. <laughs> so, well, um, because... yeah, any last thoughts on that then, DK, or you're happy to move on?
1: From it? I'm, 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 look, it's my secret shame. I,
0: I, I love it so, yeah, alphabetically, I would be next. So, my number 10 is Aquaman, um, basically because it's just fun. It's not a shame to lean into the fact that it's a fundamentally silly kind of idea. So you have got, like, octopuses playing drums and people riding seahorses and sharks and stuff, and (laughs) Julie Andrews voicing a sort of Kraken sea demon, you know? What more do you want from a film? James Wan, I think, leaned into exactly the right kind of... Particularly in a DCEU that, like I said, had become very navel-gazing, ponderous, we all have to have deep trauma and hate the human race kind of thing... It was nice to have a little bit of fun and see an actual heroic origin that was heroic and I never thought in my life that I would live to see the day when Black Manta would appear with an accurate comic book helmet on the big screen because that is effing ridiculous. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I appreciated that. Good action sequences, like I said, one's a good director, an awesome little horror moment in the uh, trench sequence. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it's not It's not the greatest thing ever, despite making like a billion dollars, but it's good enough to make it to number 10 in my list. So that was my number okay. 10. Any counter I mean, attacks on that
2: one? <laughs> not not a counter, probably um, probably Manta being, it is one reason why I didn't include it in my top 10, because oh. it, it's a little bit too ridiculous, but um, yeah, it's an enjoyable an thing. Uh, the the actual, to- the, the, the 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 Uh, costume—it just didn't didn't work for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, I should say I should have said at the beginning I'm I'm not a comic guy. Um, So all my all mine are sort of based on purely uh, the the actual films themselves without sort of being burdened by uh, familiarity with the source. I do have a certain degree of familiarity with the comics, but uh, but I, I. I'm not sort of precious about the source. Um, but it, it is, it's a fun film, but it's it's practically all CGI, um, which is a little well, a little much for me. I mean, there's no I other way to have really done it. But. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs>
1: very true. Go ahead, DK. I enjoyed it when I watched it, but it's not been that... I, I couldn't really tell you that much about what happened in the movie. And to this day, since I've watched it the first time, I've not really had a nerve to re-watch it again, which... That's a shame. Says a lot. From I can understand why you like it. it certainly, it's certainly been the better if one of the better ones of the, the DCU. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's there was there were there was quite a lot of CG, as Nick says. At some point, at some points, it did feel a little like I was watching a cartoon.
0: That's nothing wrong with that. But um, no, I mean, if you know, if you know me at all, you know that my my predilection is to lean more towards kind of four color golly gosh heroics, and so. Like I said, I think I appreciated particularly in a DCU that hadn't really done that yet, that it was yeah. like, oh, it's an actual origin story with a hero who's being heroic and doing hero stuff and cool bits of action. And yeah, the action in the um, the desert sequence, I don't think is overly CGI. When they kind of it goes a bit Indiana Jones for a while there in the middle, but uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's uh, simply my one point goes to Aquaman. So um,
2: let's see who's next, Nick. What is your number ten film? <laughs> like I say a little bit of filler at the uh this end of the list, but uh okay. mine is actually man of, man of steel um, right. okay. not not again not a perfect film uh but uh what what I really liked about it is it's probably the first time we really saw the the sort of power levels of Superman portrayed uh Sort of really well, uh, you know, just enormous people flying for miles through things and just knocking buildings down and so on. Just absolutely, uh, just sort of closer to the, the real power level that I understand Superman is supposed to have. You know, he is godlike in his power. Um, so I appreciated that. Um, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh, there's some there's some silliness in there, no doubt. Uh but I, I just find it really watchable. Um I I could despite you know potentially bloated um runtime, uh I could sit and watch it quite easily. Um that one. And it was it was the beginning of the Snyderverse and there was an element of hope there for a while. Uh, but uh but yeah, I, I, I quite like it.
0: I just can't I can't quite Give it that cute just because I don't I don't think I think that's a misunderstanding of Superman that it's all about what power level he has to have and stuff and making oh, it, yeah. uh, oh you know superpowers is all what it's about and he's great and it's like no you're missing the point, it's all about the human side. And speaking of which, having a father who basically goes, Yeah, let people die, dude, protect yourself is literally the opposite of what John <laughs> should be saying. Yeah. Um yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, not a great. But although I do love the, I will say, the half hour intro on Krypton is fantastic. And a lot of mm. scenes and uh, sequences are pretty good in there. So not the worst thing. And you can see why people are clamoring for a sequel, because there's enough there that I think you could correct any mistakes quite easily in a sequel. Uh, yeah. the character closer to its kind of comic book origin. And, uh, and you know, if you had that kind of action with a bit more restraint, maybe it <laughs> uh, could be good. But anyway, so, yeah, Man of Steel, one point for your number 10. Uh, Theo, you've been very quiet. What's your number 10 film?
3: Um, okay, I might, I might, I don't know, this might piss some of you off. That's uh, <laughs> we're there for. <laughs> my, my number 10 is, uh, Watchman. No,
0: no, no, no. No, no not at
2: all. <laughs> not, not pissed off here either.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I was going to get, <laughs> I thought I was going to nope. get demolished. But, um, my <laughs> 10 is because, um. I, I don't know it just it, I liked it I liked like some of the characters and some of it was really fun to watch but I couldn't just I couldn't back the whole film the right. whole film felt kind of sluggish at points and some things were a little bit unnecessary right but then again there are some amazing characters in there so it's just a, it was a yeah. very mixed film for me and it was quite like mid among my like rating of it so it just makes sense that i put a 10
0: oh, that's where you're going dis- to get some disagreement, I think.
3: But yeah, might might be, might
2: be the opposite of what you thought, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I mean, I appreciate that. You put it at your number 10, so you obviously enjoyed it, and it gets mm-hmm. one point out of you, so, um, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, so it's got again, some
3: great characters, just some spits yeah.
0: like... I can understand where there are flaws as well, because I've mentioned it before in as much as whenever I've been sort of mentioning, you're know, reviewing the film or praising it, that Zack Snyder really does get in his own way, a little bit much less so in watchmen than some other cases but i think the level of uber violence and slow-mo both yeah. completely unnecessary to the film and it's kind of like just calm down a little bit you know but uh, anyway yeah so that might be one reason why it's maybe lower on your list but uh anyway that's uh one point for watchmen uh, so dk we're back to you what's your number nine film
1: it's very uh, fun As I say, I'm not as beholden to the source material as as you were, but I think it's a decent uh, a decent Alan Moore adaptation. As I say, uh, it's when the Wachowskis were still pretty, that they were still quite a rising star in Hollywood, uh, and he has got great performances, some beautiful scenes. I think the John McTee did a fantastic job on the direction. Uh, certain sections, like the God is in the Rain and the domino scene uh, with the score by Dario Marinelli, I just think it's just beautiful. It's not something I can watch over and over, especially in today's political climate, but but when it is on, I, I will, without a doubt, sit and watch it through.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. The performances are fantastic. Natalie Portman as you would expect, is great. She's a great actress most of the time when she's not around George Lucas. Um... (laughs) Pretty much uh,
2: everything, I think,
0: but yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, despite the kind of, I know that the behind the scenes stuff about the fact that it was going to be, what was it, James Purefoy, who played V Uh, and then they replaced him with Hugo Weaving because they had a mask on anyway, so it didn't make a difference to anything. But I do think Hugo Weaving was the wiser choice, even if it is only a voice role for half of it. Um, yeah. And again, a lot of the stuff they do adapt is very fantastic action. And ultimately, the message is intact. It's just a shame that, like I said, they feel the need to... For me, they just over-egg the whole, like, ooh, the government are so corrupt. Look at this golden, opulent bathroom. And she's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie, though. I do recommend everybody watching that and and or reading the comics so the graphic novel, I yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Yeah,
2: the reason I didn't uh, include that in my list is actually... Very poor of me. Um, when I was, it was a contender, uh, but I haven't seen it for a long time. Uh, and this is one of the, uh, um, as I say, I'm not a comic guy, but uh, this is one that I had read the uh, the source for many, yeah, too many years ago. Um, <laughs> but the reason I didn't include it was because I couldn't work up. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I couldn't work up the enthusiasm to watch it again. So I what automatically discounted it? Oh it for that reason. But
0: If, I if had, it hasn't appeared to enough to make you, then it's the film's flaw in a way, so it makes that's, sense. Yeah, I mean,
2: that's that's what I thought. Um, yeah. But it could well be that if I had watched it again, I'd have been like, oh, actually, I love this. It's got to be in. So uh, Yeah. yeah. I, I was similar, but I think that's why it
0: made honourable mentions, because I was like, if I had just come off watching it, I'd be like, this is great, but then it kind of, yeah, it sleeps in your head a little bit when you haven't seen it for a while, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that yeah. cool. <laughs> Um Right, so... My number nine, then, um, and I promise I am not joking. My number nine is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Um okay. I'm just waiting <laughs> waiting for everyone to pick their jaws up off the floor here. I will go to bat for this film any day of the week. It is the hill I'm more than willing to die on. I know it shouldn't work. I know the TV series is purely for children as much as it is fun to sometimes sit and watch if you're babysitting or whatever. But this movie is 100 times better than it has any right to be. It is a marvellous satire of superhero cinema, which I think we need, particularly given the breadth of it right at the moment. It, it, a fantastic musical, which has surprised the heck out of me, uh, where all the songs are great and catchy, including the intro to the Teen Titans or Robin lamenting that as a psychic he never gets his superhero movie um, or like Michael Bolton turning up to sing a song that's simply called Upbeat Inspirational Song About Life because all movies <laughs> have to have that. It's just... It's, it's fantastically tongue in cheek. There's even a Stan Lee cameo, even though it's a DC movie, because it's that kind of like irreverent. <laughs> but yeah. Um, like the show, the Teen Titans guy. I I enjoy it for what it is, but I fully accept that the, the target audience is very young children. And the Teen Titans cartoon is probably the better sort of animated thing for, for more adult viewers. Well, in comparison to you guys, I am a very young child. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's fair. No. I mean, I don't think you're quite as young as that, target audience. But, yeah, I would recommend if you if you were put off by the idea of, like, ooh, it's a kids-type thing, it's not going to be great, give it a go. You might well be very surprised at how subversive and how kind of um, fun, basically, it is. Because, as I say, the only reason I saw it was because my niece and nephew uh, dragged me to the cinema. Uh, they wanted to go see it, and they had to have a chaperone, and I'm the resident geek of the family so they were like well you're gonna like it more than any of us at least and i groaned and sat there waiting to hate it and it's now one of my top 10 dc films and i have the blu-ray and i watch it all the time whenever i'm feeling down because it's just fun so yeah go to the movies got two points
2: from me (laughs) yeah i have absolutely no opinion on it i am not familiar with the film i'm not familiar with the teen titans at all but i've got to be i've got to say you've sold it pretty well so maybe i'll check it out
0: there is no better way to familiarize yourself with the teen titans the film literally opens with a rap that introduces all five of them and what their powers are (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh nick you are uh, next up what's your number nine film
2: okay uh number nine i have wonder woman the um the schneider version, I guess, but not like yeah, Paddy Jenkins. Uh, so, Paddy Jenkins, indeed, yeah. It's, yeah. Fair enough. it's a solid film. Um, I think it proved wrong the fallacy that, um, you know, female superhero movies don't work. You know, if you actually yeah. take the time and put some effort into making them good, then maybe they will be <laughs> successful. Because, uh, yes. yeah, we could name the previous ones there that were you know, yeah, left lacking in many ways. When you did.
0: You named Supergirl already, but just a name and shame, Catwoman, whatever the heck that was.
2: <laughs> I like it. There's some great action, particularly the, the no, no, man, no Man's Land uh, sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, actually, I suppose we really have Schneider to uh, thank for this. But the Wonder Woman theme is yeah, Hans theme. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's very stirring. Uh, and it's I love it when fun. it comes up, yeah. Um yeah. and I I liked I like Gal Gadot's um Diana Stroke yeah. Wonder Woman characterization. The ending um, yeah, it falls into the classic superhero movie trap these days of just being a big CGI fest and really sort of losing the, the human meaning behind it and I Was never convinced by the fact that um uh Chris Pines, uh, Steve Trevor, is that if I got that right? Yeah, yeah um, yeah, had to sacrifice himself. I'm sure they could have found another way out of that, but but, but generally, yeah, I like it. That's great.
3: I watched it once I thought it was all right, yeah, I think you pretty much got like nailed on the head. Like, I like Diana, I like what Gal Gadot does with the role, but then it just. Like, the bad guy is such a letdown. Like, Jesus yeah, that's true. Christ. And yeah. this amount of, like the final battle has no, like, I was not invested in that fight whatsoever.
0: Yeah. I can understand that logic. Yeah, definitely. And all the like oh, side
3: cameras are a bit watery.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's that's understandable. Um, yeah. Cool. So uh, you, you are next, then, Theo. What's your number nine to, to round off our number nines?
3: My number nine is Superman 2.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, right. So, two points for Superman Two, uh, and what? Uh, presumably, you're talking the theatrical version, since we weren't allowed to pick the other one. <laughs> but uh, so, what did you like about Superman Two? I'm assuming this is the 1981. I'm allowed that, aren't I? Yeah, the theatrical version's fine. Just there is a Richard Donner cut that I would say is superior, um, but I still, you know, I mm. still rate second. Oh yeah, well, it? I meant just the normal one. Yeah. Fair um,
3: enough. Cool. And uh, yeah, what, what do you like about it? It's just a good sequel. I really like. Um, can I remember the actors? Christopher Reeves is that Superman? Christopher Reeves is
0: fantastic throughout. His yeah, film. like
3: <laughs> he's still uh-huh. amazing. He's still great in this film. Like he's solid. I like Zod and his like trio. They're just really cool bad guys, and I've always liked Zod as like yeah. that, that like, kind of villain for Superman, who's basically just a Superman clone but no morals. Yeah, and exactly. It was just a really good film. Like I remember, uh, I haven't watched it in ages though, I used to watch it a bunch when I was a child, but I remember like the fights being solid and the whole mm-hmm. Superman debating whether to become human was like very interesting. I quite liked it. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is like a side of Superman we normally don't get. Mm-hmm. And, when we, and when you see Superman bleed after he gets punched, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just like, it's, I, it's just a really good film. I, it's not like, it's amazing. It's not phenomenal. But it's like it's good. I re- I just like it. It's fun.
0: Excellent. And you know you have fantastic lines like so. This is Planet Houston. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there, there is some great stuff in the film. Yeah, do you not, say these You
1: know, he'll kill you for it.
2: <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> <DJ>. <laughs> and
0: great cheese. Neil before. I've always had an affinity for beachfront property. Give me Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So we're starting again with you then, DK, to give your number eight film, please.
1: Okay. uh, I might get quite a bit of stick for this, but I still love it. And I'm going to go Constantine. Oh Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Call yourself a Constantine fan. They've got everything wrong about it. If I could replace Reeves with Matt Ryan it would be perfect for me.
0: Yes. Right. He's got everything wrong. He's not American. He's, he's
1: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If, if they'd if have, have kept Constantine as Constantine, yeah, but everything around him, I, I love.
0: Fair. I, I personally, I just, like you said, because I'm so... Deeply versed in the comics, I think I was just like, "This is offensive. You've changed everything about this character to the point that it may as well not be John Constantine, or Constantine, however it is the heck you're supposed to pronounce it, because there's been some debate lately." But anyway, <laughs> different argument. Um, but yeah, okay, fair enough. What did, what else did you like about the movie then?
1: I think uh, Peter Stormare is, uh, you know, uh, the worst one. he was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. He wasn't, and.
2: Uh, I don't uh, think you can the play anything right? <laughs> the without an immediate reaction from Mike.
1: Sorry, oh oh calm down, <laughs> bitch. I thought, uh, I thought it was uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, I heard a lot of bad shit before I went to see, so maybe it. You know, I had such low expectations, but yeah, I can still sit and watch it now. As I say, I'd prefer if Matt Ryan were there, but uh, but no, I'm I'm happy with it.
0: Matt right. Okay. A lot of people do seem to like it. So that's, I guess, fair enough. Um, I'm just going to butt out because <laughs> it's not really I, I like, I can't I, really. I think
2: you don't need to articulate your thoughts on this one, Mike. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. that's pretty clear at this point.
0: <laughs> I've, I've made it felt, you know, I, I will say Tilda Swinton was great like, if, if you want a positive, but there we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, three points though for Constantine. Not bad at all uh, because it was your number eight. Uh, any thoughts from the rest of uh, you two guys?
2: Uh, I honestly, I, I don't have any thoughts on it, uh, not, familiar, <laughs> not, not familiar with the source material, I have seen it uh, when it when it was out probably, uh, and I can't even remember what year that was, it's a while ago now I guess
0: 2004 or something like that, I think it was early
2: 2000, uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I... I um, I can't remember if I enjoyed it or not, so I, I didn't really uh, consider it to sort of okay, go back so and watch. Not but memorable so.
0: for you then, in that case. Fair enough. I guess, have right. you
2: uh, have you even seen the film, Theo?
3: <laughs> I have not, but I'm aware of his infamy and I've seen certain things. Okay, fair
0: enough. You are probably like two when it came out, so. <laughs> uh,
3: if it was 2002, I would have been one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: if it was 2004, even if it was 2004, I would have been one. That
0: well, there you physical go. <laughs> pain. Physical pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my back hurts, but never mind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my number eight, uh, <laughs> my number eight, we've already just briefly talked about, but my number eight was Superman 2. Um, I will say the Donner Cut is the superior version, but we weren't allowed to pick that because in my own rules, which I said, I said uh, cinematic releases only and the Donner Cut didn't really get a theatrical release. If it was allowed, I will say now it would be higher up on this list. Uh, because, like I said, it is superior to the Richard Lester version. But the Lester version isn't terrible. Um, you know, there's enough. There's a few of the kind of comedy things that, for me, would eventually creep in and ruin Superman 3. I don't need to see people skiing down a roof and then flying like they've got a Superman cape on, you know. But, yeah, um, what was I going to say? Superman 2, a very good movie. As you say, Christopher Reeve is great, and the first two are generally regarded as the best of his movies. Margot is always great as Lois Lane. And the kind of sacrificing your powers to live a normal life plot is so good that they just ripped it off for Spider-Man 2 wholesale. So it's obviously a good idea. (laughs) uh, Lots of cool moments. And I also like the fights. I think even though they are the polar opposite of Zack Snyder in that they seem a lot more contained and a lot kind of um, like there's some actual weight and whatever to these people, you know, punching you. Other around and uh, flying into billboards from Marlboro cigarettes or whatever, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's a very good movie and it's definitely worth a look. But I would say if, if you have a choice between the two, go for the Donna cut. And uh, yeah, yeah that's all I mean that's really
2: nice to about that's, that's a good point. You know the um, the Donna cut and what happened, you know the whole story behind uh, what mm. happened with with that. You know, I would would have loved to have seen one and two as you know the complete Donna vision. Yeah, definitely, the yeah. problem I really have with the Donica is The continuity doesn't really work With the first one No I and
0: did. it is it is kind of wish that it is basically Ends in the same way as Superman 1 Because they ripped off the ending that they had planned for 2 To give it yeah. to 1 So yeah it doesn't work now Because of the way things ended up Which is a shame but I do still think it's the better movie um, yeah. yeah. Anyway uh, So number 8 uh, Who was next? Oh Nick you were next <laughs> What's
2: your number 8? okay I think I'll be the only one with this uh, on my list possibly but uh, it's Lego Batman I don't I don't think there's a lot really need to say about Lego Batman it's Lego Batman uh, it's funny as hell uh, and I think it works for you know all age groups uh, the humor um, in fact, I mean, there's
0: specific references to the 66 Batman, so you can't say it's purely mm. for kids. There's so much just mm. yeah, anyway.
2: Yeah, and there's innuendo and mm-hmm. the, the humor just really works for me, really chin with and me. Will
0: Arnett is just so flipping good as the Lego Batman in yeah. everywhere, uh, every role he got. So.
2: yeah, it's just it's just a laugh riot, really. Um you know, yeah. Will Arnett, you yeah, know, he's a sort of petulant goth Batman, and <laughs> you know. He's always he's always got his he's always in black or very very dark grey, and <laughs> yeah, it's just great. Definitely,
0: best joke in the whole thing is that the Robin costume was just the reggae Batman costume. That <laughs> <in> a... <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Right. Um, so was that? you're no, no, Theo, we need your number eight as well.
3: My number eight is Batman Begins.
0: Okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, So three points for Batman Begins. Uh, I'll be talking about that later, but what do you like about Batman Begins?
3: Uh, Well, hands down, Scarecrow is either my favourite or tied favourite DC villain of all time. So seeing him done pretty well is great to see. It's a pretty pretty decent origin story as far as origin stories go. Like, you know, it's Batman. You can't really do a lot with it, but it's... It's pretty good beginning. I like that we actually see him with Raj Al Ghul, which is nice to see because most other Batman adaptations don't have that because Raj Al Ghul is like kind of a whole thing. But it was <laughs> nice that they were able to tie it in to other uh, Nolan Batman films, which I always appreciated. And yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. It's a very good origin story. It's They do decent by Rachel Al Ghul, even if they don't. Adapt the more ridiculous parts of his, uh, yeah, you know, con- constant Lazarus pitting back to life and whatever. Um, but yeah, very good as a Batman origin. I don't think it can be topped.
2: But I've got a slight, uh, not really an issue with with that film, but it's slightly for me sits apart from the other Nolans um, stylistically oh. and in terms of aesthetic. Uh, doesn't oh. quite connect up for me. But um, but that no, I've got no problem with it. Um, one thing. I do seem to recall there's uh, Ken Watanabe mm-hmm. to this day believes that he was actually uh, <laughs> a <duel. laughs> and which uh, is an interesting okay. take uh, but uh, I'm not sure if that was a lost in translation error or not Yeah, I, I think
0: that's probably just Ken Watton, I'll be wanting to be. But, uh, Quite yeah. possible. Anyway, uh, awesome. So uh, so that was all of our number eights, I think, yeah? Uh, so we're starting on the number sevens. And again, we'll jump to you first, DK. Uh, my
1: number seven, it's been mentioned before, but it's uh, Wonder Woman, the Patty Jenkins Gal Gadot. Okay, so that's four points for Wonder Woman
0: on top of the two it already has.
1: Like was, men- like was mentioned earlier, the no Man's Land Lansing- scene is really memorable. It's, it's a decent film. It's just let like by that final uh, that final mm-hmm. circle Other than that, it, 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 it would
0: uh, It does sort of fall into the DC trap of we quickly need a CGI mess to fight in the last 20 minutes, but uh, that's the mm. only sort of bugbear i have i think with it anyway yeah um well,
2: not just dc i'd uh, argue marvel falls oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah.
0: But, uh, i'm next on it so my number seven we've already uh, talked about is the lego batman movie <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, yeah talked about it just before and uh, i mentioned as i was discussing it with you nick just yeah it's great it's very it's incredibly reverent to literally every version of batman there's references yeah. to everything from the 60s to the michael keaton's to the christopher nolan uh so trilogy to the cartoons to everything and it manages to do that without seeming like it's taking the mick out of any of it and just celebrating it even when it's ridiculous it's a decent enough little plot when you think about it which actually does genuinely make you kind of think and care about these weird little Lego characters <laughs> Um yeah. and uh, it's just a solid little Batman tale and it is the film that gave us um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman So yeah, Lego Batman movie for me was my number seven. Uh, Yeah, Nick, you're up next. What is your number seven?
2: Oh, right. Um, Well, unusually, because I think the closer we get to the number one, the more that will have been mentioned before. This one hasn't been yet. Okay. This one for me is The Losers.
0: Wow. Okay. That's one I haven't heard anything about. And I'll be honest, I've never seen. So uh, sell me on The Losers. Why is it uh, one of
2: your top ten? <laughs> well, I can safely say it's absolutely fantastic at this point. Then, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very, very different to a lot of the other ones we're talking about because uh, we're very much in comic book territory, really. But uh, or graphic novel. Um, but
0: oh, we've mentioned Viva Vendetta and Watchmen already. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, other graphic novels. But yeah, the Losers. I mean, I, yeah, you know, it, whether it's a, a based on a comic is neither here nor there for me. But it's um, it's basically a Classic Mercs with Hearts revenge against a remorse free but very funny bad guy, um, who just needed to be twirling a mustache to really sort of <laughs> sell the point. But, uh, but yeah, it's 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 probably I'd probably best describe it as what the A Team movie should have been, um. Yeah. Yeah, so sort of disparate characters. It's got a great cast, uh Idris Elba, Chris Evans, Zoe Saldana, um and others. Um that's it's funny. There's wisecracks and banter, solid fights, things blowing up. Uh it's got a really cool stroke kitsch soundtrack. <laughs> nice. uh, there's, there's there's betrayal you can smell coming a mile off, admittedly. Um <laughs> but that's yeah, funny. it's yeah, sorry. I don't. I don't think it will be a spoiler. I think you'll see it coming my <laughs> own.
0: Fair yeah. enough. There's a guy just in the corner looking sinister the whole time, like, "Yes, I'm on your side." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: pretty much sums it up. There, there is foreshad-
0: <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> very sad. So, would you say that it's kind of a throwback to the '80s action movies that we used to like, maybe? I probably would actually,
2: yeah. It's, Good. Uh, oh, that's that's me, sold then. <laughs> you know what, you know, I'm not saying it's uh, a masterpiece or anything, but it's certainly no.
0: But I mean, neither are a lot of the Arnie Van Dam,
2: whatever else. True, but yeah, it's a solid, solid action f- film. Um, with uh, you know, it's set very, very clearly set up for a sequel that never happened. And, uh, yeah, in my opinion, never really got the attention that it deserved, but yeah, uh, it
0: completely passed me by, and I don't I don't mm. really know why because it doesn't seem like it's something that I would have avoided, and it sounds like I would enjoy it. And mm. it's going straight on the watch list after this, <laughs> I'll tell you Excellent. that. But, uh, yeah, awesome. Um, so I, I'm gathering, thinking, uh, it, no? well, awesome. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gathering you've seen it as well, then, DK. I
1: have, I, I watched it again just the other night. I mean, the first time I watched it. I did fall asleep, but I don't think that's any uh, bad reflection on the movie. <laughs> it's it's are sol- just old. As Nick, as Nick says, it's a solid enough action flick. It's very much 80s based. I th- I, th- I think as action movies go, it's quite mid, but a lot of them are the same level. And uh, Nick's right on the, uh, on the villain. Jason Patrick in this is absolutely fantastic. Oh, my word.
0: Speed 2's Jason Patrick is in
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it surprised me. Redeems himself.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. And uh, I'm assuming—I uh, don't know why I'm assuming this, but I'm assuming like me, you haven't seen it, Theo. Maybe I've heard of it, and I've oh, yeah. seen
3: like yeah. a bunch of um. When it's like Chris Evans is literally in every superhero film, and then it's like him <laughs> as the Human talk, America, The Losers, <laughs> Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's on my watch list, but yeah, um, it's quite interesting. I definitely have to give it a watch now with that high of a recommendation.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Awesome. Um, So that was Nick's number, let's see, seven. Uh, So we've just got your number seven to go then, Theo. My number seven has been briefly mentioned. It's Batman Returns. Okay, so four points for Batman Returns, which was on a few uh, honourable mentions, so we all obviously like it, but uh, what pushed it to your number seven then? What did you really like about it? So I love Tim Burton. I love
3: almost all of his films, and he somehow managed to make a shit um child and chocolate factory that haunts my life. Nice. But <laughs> it's I think it's a good Batman sequel, honestly. The villains are funny and over the top, which I, I personally love to see when a villain is just completely wacky and like off the walls nuts. So like hmm. Danny DeVito's penguin is enjoyable to watch. But then you also have Catwoman who is still you know Iconic. a bit a bit a bit off the walls, hmm. but she's still a bit more believable and she actually like I don't know, she has, like, a cool story, I feel like. I feel like I, I quite liked following her throughout the story, and I love seeing Batman torch a henchman with his Batmobile. I thought that was badass, even though it might it be did, a murder. Not,
1: but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might be a murder, but it was pretty cool when he did yeah. it. Don't and love him I... planting a bomb on some guy and then throwing him down a sewer to blow up either, but never mind. Well,
3: you know, Batman <laughs> doesn't kill people, but he, does...
0: <laughs> he doesn't He does stop them from dying, that's the thing. But, um <laughs> <laughs> But, but, Simpsons logic I'm gonna fire my gun in this general direction and <laughs> get out I the way of that good. Good. and that's just your fault
3: <laughs> honestly and i love some <laughs> <play also. laughs> awesome. and the soundtrack well, is-, is amazing the the opening scene with penguin being a banzer child I still find that really sad and then you have the very <laughs> haunting like choir music that's- over and it's
0: like cool that's spooky. very Tim Burton, that sequence. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, Tim yeah. Burton is best. I love Tim Burton personally. I love like Tim Burton films. It's just I would have preferred to see it, you know, Batman.
3: Yeah. In that's, a film called one Batman. Thing,
0: <laughs> that's one thing that does bring it down is it is like
3: Batman light and his performance, Michael Keane's performance, is not as good as yeah. in the other
0: Batman film. It's still great. And I really liked it. That's fair enough we all kind of like it so i don't think any of us are saying like it's a disaster but uh, oh no yeah, yeah oh,
1: that's fair I'm, enough i love it
2: it was just picked to my top 10. I yeah, yeah. I, 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 I actually thought i'd be an outlier by not including it in my top 10 to be honest so it's interesting uh it's... it was in my honorable mentions <laughs> i'll say that I'm because, gonna... yeah. Yeah, I'm a... i'll I'm be honest a, I'm like 90 percent
0: of the reason it's even in my honorable mentions is just michelle pfeiffer <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know talk about a sexual awakening in 1992 yeah. when i was 10.
2: <laughs> yeah, <mind>. uh, <laughs> like me with Supergirl, it's yeah, this dishonorable. Dis- so dis- <laughs> <thinking. laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
0: Oh, well, number sixes, uh, we'll start now then. And DK, as well,
1: uh, it's as well. already been mentioned. Uh, it looks like I'm probably going to be the only one that's got it on the list, but it's Stardust.
0: Great, okay. Uh, so five points mm-hmm. for Stardust. I've mentioned exactly why I love the movie and why it was in and out of my top 10 and ultimately didn't make it. But why did you uh, decide to, that it was worthy of the number five spot?
1: I honestly just think it's, it's really fun. I mean, when I, when, I, when I first saw it, I hired it from the library at the same time as I hired the uh, the Golden Compass. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Oof, that's yeah, a bad yeah. movie. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> sat I through that. Golden Compass, and my hopes were not high for Stardust, but it uh, exceeded them. It's not, As you say, it's not as good as the book. But it's, uh, it's incredibly enjoyable. And I, it's, it, it's a feel-good movie for me. I've watched it probably too many times now to the point where I'm just I'm absolutely sick of it. But, uh, yeah, I still love it, even with uh, Gervais, who I'm not a fan of myself, but, yeah. Mm.
0: That's cool. And also that Take That song is just brilliant. <laughs> I was going <gonna> <laughs> to say, take that song. Yep. God, I, yeah. I think... Um... Matthew Vaughan films just had a weird thing of having take that songs describing the plot because X-Men First Class did as well. My number six, uh, then, we've already been mentioned again, and my number six is Watchmen. Um, once again, it's a situation where because I had to deal with the theatrical cut, it maybe dropped a couple of places to where it would have been. Uh, if we were talking about the director's cut, it would have went up a couple of spots. If we were talking about the ultimate cut, it might have even went up another couple of spots because the ultimate cut I watched for the first time the other day and it was fantastic the way that the tales of the black freighter stuff threads in and reinforces the plots and stuff in the same way that the graphic novel i think it really works it's a shame that the studio wouldn't kind of back the idea of this i guess four hour movie but you know snyder makes four hour movies and if we're gonna pick one of the two of them i know which one i'd rather watch but uh, i think yeah it just reinforces so much more and the director's cut the fact that it, reinst- it restores the um the murder of the original Night Owl, which I think is crucial to the plot, yeah. to the point that it was criminal that the theatrical version left it out. Um, but yeah, so, I, but Watchmen, having had that, it's just fantastic. It looks gorgeous. Whoever the kind of set designer and um, costume designers were, did such a good job capturing that world. Um, it's got the best little intro sequence of perhaps any film I've ever seen. The yes. kind of uh, world-building setup. up of doing well, because... I think he kind of has this thing about not loving superheroes and it is a deconstruction of that. So yeah. for me, I think that's a great melding of director and plot in a way that the DCEU probably wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and great performances. I mean, Jack Bailey is Rorschach. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, but yeah, and just a great plot. As I said, the book is better. It's always going to be. Um, it's literally my, one of my top two books of all time along with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, even though it's a graphic novel, um, but yeah, Watchmen, my number six, solid five points from me. Uh, so, Nick, what about you? What's your number six?
2: Okay, then. <laughs> oh. My number six, and I'll explain why, is Superman 3. So okay. It's this is a really personal one for me.
1: It's an actual. Um,
2: it's not no. It's oh, shit. Um, not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really personal one for me. Uh, this is when, this is when I really got into movies, and okay. by movies I mean movies, not films. If you see what I mean. Uh, it was the first film I saw multiple times at the cinema. It was the first film I went on my own to see. Um, okay. Because I'm that old, basically. Um, So I was around... Surely,
0: surely, surely you were traumatised by that weird robot woman at the end.
2: I still
0: have nightmares about that.
2: (laughs) But um, a mutual friend of uh, mine and DK, uh, I was talking about this with him, but uh, he he said, that's going to get a mention, that bit. (laughs) <laughs> when you talk <laughs> about Superman 3. And yeah, it has done a couple of times. But it's uh,
0: all I can think of from that film, it hmm. haunts my dreams.
2: <laughs> but it's it's you know, it's not it's not a well thought of film, I will admit that. Uh but I I absolutely loved it. Like I say, it, it made me it made me see it more than once at cinema when I was uh, I can that. 13. Um uh, and actually go on my own to the cinema to see it. Uh, and you have to bear in mind as well that this was out around the round side, same time as Return of the Jedi, which I also yeah. saw in the cinema. And this is the one I chose to see on my own and multiple times. So can't uh, <laughs> you
0: know, necessarily condone that behaviour. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, uh, there's a limit, mate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've, I've crossed the line now. I know, but I was thirteen. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but. Um, I mean, Christopher Reeve, you know, throughout the Christopher Reeve films, uh, of he's been just such a good Superman, but he's not just been such a good Superman, he's been a great Clark Kent, and yeah. he's been a great Kal-El, yeah, because yeah. the, the, the Superman is a... What's the what's the word a trichotomy? <laughs> but yeah. uh, the, the, I will the say yes. Three Superman three
0: well. is the first time that we really see that um, the Clark Kent in Smallville is completely different to the Clark Kent in Metropolis, which I I yeah. appreciated at is Like okay, he's not this bumbling idiot when he's at home and he's just the young sort of Clark Kent that his parents know him as. He's just a regular human dude, you know. But uh, yeah,
2: yeah, and uh, you know, DK mentioned it earlier, but I I, I would I would echo. Uh, that sentiment entirely that the the sequence where uh, bad Superman fights good Superman or Clark Kent versus bad Superman Mm -hmm. or or, or however you want to sort of uh, uh, frame that is just extraordinary and probably yeah I would agree yeah my mother, agree.
0: incidentally, um, my mother loves the scene where the evil Superman just goes around effing with the world. Uh, in particular, the fact that mm. he like straightens the um, the leaning tower of Pisa. And the yeah. guy that's selling the guy that's selling the merchandise starts having to like reproduce paintings and stuff of the now straight leaning tower until the good superman has to correct everything and then brings it back to a leaning again and the dude who's had to, re- to rebrand all this merchandise just gives up and throws his merchandise away like in a fit of rage like ah oh, I've had enough of this which is uh it's terrible Off if you period, ask me but yeah. my mother found it amusing <laughs> but
2: never mind. It just smashes up all his all his little bottles yeah, yeah uh, totally. fantastic and you know I love you know um getting Lana Lang in there as well oh. and um and uh, oh um was it Pamela Stevenson yeah yes this is
0: Billy Connolly He was pregnant during the filming of this movie
2: yes um yeah that that was that was another moment for me I must admit I mean there's, <laughs> there's some real nonsense in there there's some real nonsense in there but uh, oh, yeah. Richard Pryor is great in it there's a great cast as there are is in at least three of the Christopher Reeve films uh Robert Vaughan
0: You've got something against yes. Sam Wanamaker? <laughs> <laughs> Good. For Theo then, we'll finish off the number six with your number six. My number six is Superman. Okay. Superman 78, I presume? Yes, of, of course. Um, so that's five points for Superman. Uh, again, theatrical version, I assume. But uh, so what did you like about that? And why is it not higher in your list, quite frankly?
3: <laughs> yeah, I can. So I can tell that this is gonna. If 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 you've got put Superman three at number six, I can tell that Superman's got to be. See, you know, I, I haven't watched this one in ages. I I am need I, is in dire need of a rewatch on my end, mm-hmm. but it's Christopher Reeve's amazing Superman. It, like Lex Luthor is great in it. I like the um. It's a good origin story film as well. Mm-hmm. So it ticks all the boxes. The, the spinning around the earth. To make it time go back, I knew you more. were gonna say that was your book. <laughs> but it's not like it's not, it's not like that ruins the film because it's with the corny like campiness of the film and in the and when I watched it, I wasn't sat there like this is bullshit. I was just
0: kind of like, <laughs> weirdly okay. enough, my little brother was. That's why he hates this movie. He just cannot <laughs> get away with that ending. <laughs>
2: I have a, I have a really different interpretation of that scene. Okay, it's always interpreted. You know, he flies around really fast around the world, and mm-hmm. the world turns back in time. I, I always saw that as he flies really fast around the world and flies fast enough to go back in time, if you see what I mean. Yeah,
0: similar to the Flash kind yeah. of idea.
2: Yeah. yeah. Not, but like,
0: uh, not literal. it's more sort of I've opened a portal through time or something.
2: Yeah. But anyway, okay. sorry, carry on, Theo. Makes sense.
3: Yeah, that, that like, yeah, I could I could argue that that's true. Like, if you want, if you say to say that to make it better... <laughs> you say that to make it better But you know that the filmmaker's intention was like Oh no, if the world's been backwards Then things happen backwards like, Which, It's a, nice, it's a no. nice modern day explanation But mm, yeah. realistically It's still that And yeah. I forget the the helicopter scene Is iconic oh, Of mm.
2: course like, you've got me that Absolutely Like that's so, just So why
0: else, uh, why else is it not higher in your list then? I don't know <laughs> actually, just everything above it i like more that's like that's like... fair enough that's yeah we'll go through the number fives now then and again we'll start with oh let's see dk what's your number five <laughs> uh
1: again it's been mentioned it would be higher had it uh, not been the theatrical cut but i'm going with watchman um
0: so yeah you of a similar opinion to me that the director's cut and and or ultimate cut are probably better, but it's still a great movie. I presume. Yeah,
1: I think the ultimate cut just you just cannot beat it. Uh, but as it stands, what I saw in the cinema, I loved. I wasn't totally on board with Snyder changing the uh, the reason oh, yeah, the ending. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Uh, although I will say that oh.
1: the recent rewatch
0: of it was the very first time that I realised that he did throw an Easter egg in there um where the um when they detonate the device that's supposed to imitate dr manhattan or whatever it's called like the sub quantum interference detector or something and it it makes the acronym squid which appears squid. on screen
2: and i was yeah. like
0: oh okay <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done that
1: but <laughs> i mean right. you know if you look
2: okay, at for the record i'm gonna i'm gonna cause some controversy later on so just oh okay All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I, th- I think judging from the uh, the recent HBO series, you could have conceivably kept the original ending, and it wouldn't have been absolutely stupid at all. So, uh, yeah. other than that, I think it was a pretty faultless adaptation. I mean, you know, there were you could actually recognise panels to the point where it was mm-hmm. slavishly copied at some points. And and, uh, I
0: like that though. I like it when they when they use a comic book as their storyboard.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I mean,
0: it's, it's usually. I mean, Sin City is the prime example of that, which I just love. Uh,
1: it's. A, I mean, it was done really well, and this was before the Sheen started to wear off on Snyder for me. Uh, but. Name, name. But yeah, as I say, if it had been the the ultimate cut, it would have probably been much higher. But as it stands, yeah, it's uh, it's at number five.
0: Yeah, well, we've we've kind of said as much as we need to about that. As I say. If you're gonna yeah. watch it for the first time, I would certainly recommend either the director's cut or the ultimate cut. Um, yeah. But yeah, awesome. I, I am,
2: as I said, I am gonna rile some people up in a little bit, but uh, okay, yeah. you probably prefer others, but
0: that's all right, fair enough.
2: No, not, not, um, not, not about that specifically, but uh. uh
0: yeah, we'll see i'm waiting to get riled up on theo's list anyway because it's coming and i know it is because he's mentioned it but never mind yeah that's <laughs> gonna be very interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah i'm next on the list then so my number five is batman 89 uh, which you can see in my little thumbnail there um because i think it is it's the better mer- merging of burton sensibilities with the actual batman comics and lore, uh, without it overpowering batman as a character but you still have a great villain there in Joker. It just doesn't overwhelm you with like the way that Batman Returns has basically three villains when you count uh, Chris Walken. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I think it's, it's, it's a great two-hander between Batman and Joker. I actually kind of appreciated the change to the comic that Joker killed his parents, and so they kind of made each other, and it has that sense of duality that basically makes oh. it an overriding plot of why they would be so sort of linked to each other and hate each other. I kind of appreciated that which perhaps it's because i was too young of an age to be like you can't change the comics <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah michael keaton is fantastic um the whole you know let's get nuts moment or just the difference mm. that he puts between <coughs> and, uh, and bruce wayne in the movie um you, you can't un- go past the supporting cast in all four of these but michael goff as alfred is fantastic uh mm. you know the Commissioner Gordon is good. <laughs> Billy D. Williams was pretty good as Harvey Dent did kind of get screwed out of being two face later. But again, <laughs> not here to litigate all of that. But no, I think it's a great movie. And it starts off and it's very much reminiscent of some of the better parts and the less um, over the top parts of the sort of Frank Miller era, 80s, dark Batman, and it does it really well. So and just it's just a very enjoyable film with some great action sequences and some, again, moments that have gone down, uh, I think, in film history. And a good soundtrack by Prince. So that's all I've got to say about that. So um, so we're on number five. What is your number five then, Nick?
2: Uh, Number five now. uh, And one of these words is very important. The Suicide Squad.
0: Right. Um, Okay. Can certainly understand that. Uh, so that's six points to The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I can't say it was on my list, although I did like it. Just not, I think, as much as a lot of other people. Um, so what did you love about The Suicide Squad?
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting because I, I I didn't know if this was going to be on the list or where it was going to be on the list um, until I watched it again today. Okay. This morning, in fact. And yeah. Absolutely loved it. What I like about it is, uh, it feels very much more like uh, your classic James Gunn film. Uh, and I'm referring sorry, I don't to like all. the classic James Gunn films. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hated yeah.
0: Super and Slither and all of that trauma-based crap. I just. No.
2: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. That was going to say the trauma, Slither, Super stuff, but it feels very much like he's really unfettered mm. uh in the suicide squad uh which you know i love gardens of the galaxy one too but there's still an element of sort of fitting into the mcu uh, around it and that's why i prefer um, them
0: to be honest yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh i uh, yeah coming from a different angle clearly yeah but um, yeah
0: no I, I mean i can see your point of view My, mine is just the opposite of kind of For me it didn't quite make the list because it's too tonally just inconsistent and it doesn't know whether Mm. it wants to laugh or cry at every death that happens and it's all over the place it doesn't really fit anywhere in the universe and like Mm. i said i just i just think gun can be a little bit too cynical and kind of frat boy oh look at all the blood at times and i don't hugely appreciate that you know um
2: i think it's better yeah yeah. Um, um i mean a lot people would agree with you but uh go ahead <laughs> yeah the, the, i mean it is outrageously silly um in parts um i can appreciate I, I, silliness
0: but yeah, it's just for me it's it's not so much silliness that like i said it's just frat boy humor type stuff as opposed to like guardians of the galaxy has silliness but it also has heart and for me, there's just no soul in the Suicide Squad. It's just like no, how many, how guy many guy ridiculous things
2: can you go? Yeah. You <laughs> see, I, I, I found it sort of tonally, for me at least. I, I found that it uh, it, it did work. It had the silliness fair. and the moment <laughs> of things. It, it it did work for me. I love it. I love that's yeah. Cool. Sort of. Cool. I, I am, uh,
0: I am going to say though, this will really shock you. I think the exact opposite about Peacemaker, which weirdly <laughs> enough manages to have 10 times the heart and soul of The Suicide Squad, uh, even though it's a series, and it is, does yeah. keep all of those kind of James Gunn weirdnesses and kind of has that sort of, you know, um, a, a bit of grossness at times and some definite silliness. But for me, mm-hmm. is just infinitely better as a property. So, uh, again, yeah. I couldn't put The Suicide Squad in just because I preferred the
2: spin-off show. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I've, I've only got about halfway through Peacemaker, actually, I must admit, but I uh, have, have been enjoying it. But... I don't know, I just I, I watched it again and I was like, Yeah, I'm loving this. I, I enjoyed it beginning to end. The humour really appeals to me. The, the seriousness, the the um, you know, the sort of more serious aspects of it and, and stuff you sure. know, some of a cliched in terms of oh, actually it's our government that's bad and mm. we must get this out there, you know, it's a little bit cliched, but uh yeah. but the character, I mean it's got Nathan Fillion in it for a little bit, but yeah, they had, you know, got a bunch of wacky characters in there and killed them off very quickly with using things and stuff. I think, you know, I think I don't know if I'm going to um, uh, interfere with anybody's opinions on this, but for me, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, always good value. Uh, of course. In anything. Yeah. Yeah. But she's um, in, you know, um, although the she's easily
0: in, best part of that first Suicide Squad movie by... Miles, yeah, absolutely. By a, by
2: mm. a, very, very a high bar, though, back. to be fair. That's the thing about uh, the Suicide Squad opposed to Suicide Squad. You know, there's a lot of in- studio interference uh, with the the first one. And mm. uh, David Ayer, is it, uh, the director? Well. And, you know, there was an argument for the we I only have his good. word that any
0: other version would have been do, yeah. given what we were presented with i'm not 100 percent sure about that
2: <laughs> yeah it seems it seems a stretch i must admit
0: so might not find number... its way
2: into the uh, into our combined top ten by the sounds well, thing. It's, it's Six <laughs> points, so
0: we'll see i don't think six points will be enough but we'll wait and see yeah. uh, so what yeah. was your number five then to you to finish this off
3: my number five <laughs> is
0: dark knight <sighs> criminally low but okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> right Dark Knight, Joker, yeah, he's great. Style, yeah, it's great. The soundtrack, is great. I, I just, he's not a good Batman. He's not a good Bruce Wayne. That's the only real problem I've ever had with the Nolan films is that I just don't like Chris, uh, Christopher Bale, Christopher Bale, Chris, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale's, Christian Bale's Batman. I just, I don't know there's something about it. I just don't like it. Like, like the, when he's Batman, he has the overly raspy voice and. He's, he's like a,
1: Sorry, he's a
3: but still, the Joker is obviously a fantastic villain. Like, there's no doubt in that. Uh, Two Face is a great kind of twist that you don't really expect when you watch the film for the first time. You don't expect there to be a Two Face kind of, you know, element to it. But it still works very well. Commissioner Gordon, yep. one of the best Commissioner Gordons of all time. Gary just, is good. I just don't like Batman or Bruce Wayne in the Nolan films because the thing with I can't really counter that because it's an opinion and it's just your thought, isn't it? So uh, there's other better examples of a Batman and a Bruce Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) You look at, for example, you look at the Bruce Wayne. You look at just Bruce Wayne in the film. If somebody in that universe told you
0: that Bruce Wayne was Batman, you'd be like, yeah,
3: of course. Yeah, because you have scenes
0: like that whole hotel where he's like um I just bought the hotel i can do what i want i can you know muck about with yeah but then you have like even when like... he has to kind of pretend to be bruce wayne to protect that guy and he's like just driving a car uh you know and he's like oh you saved that guy oh i just i was just trying to miss the light so i would argue there is a lot of uh differentiating bruce wayne and batman in the but he's night. he's
3: like i know batman bruce wayne's going to be eccentric but he's too eccentric to the point where it's like yeah if you told me that guy was batman i would believe in an instant. Like, I. I, I, think I would see, it, I would
0: just believe he was a spoiled billionaire, personally.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like if someone like gave you the connect, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Just this Bruce Wayne doesn't sit right okay, no, It's, it's just weird. your,
0: it's, it's the way it rubs you up, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's just
3: a bit, he's just a bit bland, honestly. But everything else, like Michael Caine, <laughs> as, as much as I loathe the monologues, they are good and his performance is great. It's just mm-hmm. a war I'm grateful I just wish there was,
0: they changed the actor for Batman and Bruce Wayne we'll start with the number fours and D, we'll start with yours. Uh,
1: again, mission, but Batman Begins.
0: Great. Uh, that's seven points I believe for Batman Begins. Uh, and what did you like about that movie?
1: Uh, it's my only Nolan movie in this. As I say, Dark Knight's an horrible mention. This one just picked it because I just find this one more rewatchable than the Dark Knight. I think the Dark Knight gets a little silly towards the end. I mean, you know, not... D- that uh, Batman begins isn't with freaking immortal sending
0: uh, Well it doesn't a machine. that, to be fair though.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just like it. I like Liam Neeson's Raj. I uh I love the origin story. I uh, I think it's done really well. I like Michael Cane as as Alfred. I love Killian uh, Murphy as a scarecrow. And uh, mm. I think uh, was it Katie Holmes? As uh, Katie
0: Holmes in Batman Begins, it was the played Rachel Dolls Yeah,
1: yeah, I preferred her as Rachel. To be honest, I'm not a big oh, fan of her, but I did prefer her as Rachel. And that's yeah, a for me, but never mind. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just, I just find it, a, a, you know, a good film. It's, it's that's infinitely fair. watchable to me, which is a, a, a lot more than, uh, you know, Dark Knight, and certainly more than Dark Knight Rises.
0: See, so, yeah, I would personally, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me, but I think Batman Begins for me is less rewatchable and just a little bit more boring and takes its time a little bit more. But never mind. Well, to my number four, and my number four, again, I don't want to spend too long on because we've talked about it enough, but my number four is Wonder Woman, uh, the Patty Jenkins movie, because I like, again, I love the kind of four-colour heroics of it and everything. I love the, um, the portrayal of Diana. I like that Patty Jenkins just copied the kind of Superman, the movie mold, Uh, for the film and that's evident in places even down to sort of shared scenes like when um, Diana, shot in the bullet bounces off her blitter, she protects Steve Uh, it's clearly a direct with the homage and be kind Um, the No Man's Land sequence is fantastic, again you can't go past it, the Hans Zimmer score basically everything we've already said is why Wonder Woman makes my number 4 on the list and I think is my highest DCEU placed movie Um, so Nick what's your number 4 then?
2: My number four is Batman, eighty nine, right. uh, okay. which we had talked a bit about already. Um, it's it's got another personal attachment for me. Um, mm-hmm. This was this was before the days that films got um, yeah you know, worldwide sort of day and date or at least in the same week release. Uh, yeah. And I actually I was uh, visiting my brother in America. Um, that summer and it came out in America before it came out here. Uh, so I saw yeah. it then. Uh, and then I got to come back uh, to the UK and uh, and pretty much act the big man for already having seen it <laughs> the cinema. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Michael Keaton's Batman. I really like his take on it. There was a lot of controversy at the time. You know, it was pre-internet, mm. but uh, there was always- Mr. Like...
3: Mama's Batman, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I. I'd, I'd, I'd already sort of rated Keaton as an actor anyway. Uh, thought he was unfairly treated. Uh, I thought, yeah, he, he captures, um, and I'd agree with Theo, he captures um, the Bruce Wayne Batman differences mm. better than Christian Bale for my money. Um, oh. And yeah, um, okay. Jack Nicholson is a joker, a great joker uh a great joker um <laughs> yeah but yeah um it's it's burton but it's not too burton and i, I don't really object to burton yeah, exactly. but yeah i'm the, same, uh, I'm the same,
0: yeah. same exact thing as i as i was saying yeah, it's burton but burton doesn't overpower the source material in the level that he perhaps does in Batman returns yeah
2: awesome. cool
0: um what about you then theo what is your number four
3: my number four is already been talked about is the Suicide Squad.
0: Oh. Okay, see, I told you there would be other fans of it, uh, Nick. So Thank seven you. more points to the Suicide Squad. What did you like about uh, about the movie then? Just quickly. Well, I watched it twice in cinemas.
3: I love all the characters personally, like even the ones that get killed off in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that was, gr- I it's, it's a little bit obvious because there's so many in the trailers and stuff, but I really did like that they just killed off like twenty at once. I think and like they did, they killed <laughs> off like big names as well, which was nice. Like they killed off Captain Boomerang and then like some of them like Nathan Ooh, didn't that. like
0: that though. <laughs> there were like some
3: <laughs> big actors in it, like in the first like death scene, and it's just great. And then what you were saying, like did you, like there was not a lot of heart in it. I I feel like there was heart when there needed to be heart, but at the end of the day, it was meant to be like a silly, goofy film. Because The Suicide Squad is, I think, inherently goofy because it's just a cast of kind of unknown goofy rejects like polka dot man and bloodsport and peacemaker are obviously just ripoffs and like lesser versions of other well-known ones like deathstroke or oh, no deadshot even but okay i don't know and like i liked all like they when they died i did feel something for some and i found in funny of the others and uh rick flag like his death i felt was quite like I, I was emotional i was like oh shit and then like his final line of peacemaker what a joke i was like oh that really hit hard and it
0: showed that john cena can also act which was nice i just um, love the fact that that's that's a reference back to watchmen personally because <laughs> yeah uh, peacemaker was yeah. the inspiration for comedian so what a joke i was like i get it i get what you did <laughs> <said> there <laughs> but
3: and then like the soundtrack i think is great i love all the songs and the especially the end credit um oh no song is slapped so hard hmm. but enough. yeah cool. and the cool. style is nice i liked it
0: well, we've discussed why uh, why some of us like, why some of us don't, but it's popular enough, so that's great. Uh, so we'll start on the number threes. Uh, and Deep Europe, what's your number three?
1: It's Superman 2.
0: So two more points for Superman 2. Sorry, eight points for Superman 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot higher than uh, than myself or, I think it was Nick. Oh, no, myself or um, Theo had it. So why did you rate it so much higher? Presumably you prefer to the Richard it. Lester version.
1: That's one of the ones I grew up with. And yeah, the Leicester version is not, not as good as the Donner Cut. But uh, mm. yeah, it's something I grew up with. I, I used to pop on a... This is how, how old I am. I used to pop on and beat a Beatamax with uh, <laughs> um, a movie on it before school. And uh, this was one of uh, this was one of my regular go-tos. And I just love Lex Luthor in, in these movies. Gene Hackman, mm. he's practically... Chewing the scenery, but I love him for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, he's hardly in it though, because he only filmed the stuff with um with Donner. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I, right I believe I so. Yeah, but even yeah, so, he, he more... still stands out for me. And you know, yeah, as you said good. earlier, the line Australia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Awesome. That's fair enough. Well, I think you will like it, but like I said, it's just I was surprised it was as high up your list. But I probably wouldn't have been as surprised if I knew you had Superman three in your list, because clearly <laughs> <Lester>. <laughs> I cannot believe that you didn't want to include two of the same director, but you're happy having two Richard Lester movies in your top ten, but
1: (laughs) whatever. (laughs) In all fairness, I didn't know Superman 3 was Lester until I looked this evening when it had started.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm going to jump to my number three quickly because we've already discussed it, and it was Batman Begins. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I think it's a great origin story. I love little moments like Bruce giving the uh, homeless guy his coat, and then uh, as Batman on the first night out, just giving it a nice coat. <laughs> I just think it's great. Yeah. And uh, especially as, as much as I prefer Maggie Gillenhall, I love the moment when Katie Holmes basically finds out that he, he was willing to kill Joe Chill and just slaps him. And that the, the she is, I, I cannot not be moved to this by your father would have been ashamed of you. I was like, dang, that is uh, that hits hard, you know? But, uh, so, yeah, love the origin story of it. Love what they did with uh, with racial goal as, as much as they were able to. Uh, even though the twist is kind of cheesy and silly, it's kind of, you know, it, it works for me. Don't love the whole oh, I'm-not-going-to-kill-you-but-have-to-save-you logic because, yeah. all right, again, we're, we're in Simpson logic there, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, and, again, I love the Scarecrow. I think, personally, I I like the character so much that I think he was actually underserved by the movie because you have two versions of Rachel al and by the time you have the fake one and the real Ducard version of him, whatever. Um, And I like to see more of, uh, of the sick crew, uh, even with his presence in the two sequels. Uh, that did do a good job, though. It was very good. And again, the action sequence at the end, I thought was great, riding around the rooftops. And in particular, uh, I love the last line, which is, uh, what was it? I, I never said thank you. You'll we'll never have to. <laughs> Just again, one of those things that's like, yeah, yeah. badass. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's my number three. Uh, let's see. Nick, what's your number three?
2: Uh, this is where I got Watchmen. Great, got okay. In I love Watchmen. I will caveat this with the fact that I, uh, I'm really mostly familiar with the director's cut. So I'm okay. not really, not really sure what's in and out. Uh, of- uh,
0: right. Well, yeah. I, I can I can tell you vaguely that the, the theatrical cut cuts out the knot tops killing Hollis Mason, primarily. Yeah. Um, and a couple of which. Other yeah, I agree. Cameras. That's
2: that's um, that's an important thing to be uh, left in. I have thought. Yeah. I was really annoyed
0: uh, at the cinema when I watched the theatrical version, and that wasn't there. I was like, oh, I can't believe that's pivotal. Which, uh, yeah I mean, as I said, the ultimate cut is basically just it. Um, it edits in the tales of the black freighter animation. Yeah, it also has That's... the link linking stuff with the Bernies at the news agents to feed you into that. So mm. very good.
2: Yeah, I've not seen the ultimate cut, um, basically because life's too short. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's great though, and I, I don't it. have that. Uh, I don't have that sort of um, familiarity with the, um, the source material, though it is another one I've read. Uh, a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah, I mean, visually stunning. Absolutely. Completely agree with that. Um, I think special mention needs to be made of uh, Dr. Manhattan's big blue swinging penis. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: wow. We managed to almost we were get there. through the entire top 10 without that. Yep. We, we, you are the fourth person to me.
0: discuss Watchmen, and yet we've now, we, we went for three other people without talking about it, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but now from, it's, it's on all lines it's kind of it's kind of in your face dare i say but uh, <laughs> know, always on mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh but yeah it's uh, you know as i say i'm not um not as familiar with the source material they have read it but you know it, okay. it possibly doesn't hit all the um all the themes certainly for me it's the uh being a hero is hard uh part of it uh and yeah, here's where I'm going to get controversial. I guess uh, I think the ending improves on the graphic novel. Oof. I leave
3: <laughs> really quickly. Just you
0: um, don't want to get caught in the fire that's about to rage. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't. I don't hate. I mean, I, I I personally wouldn't have done that, and I don't like the decision. But I don't hate the level that it doesn't ruin the film for me or anything. It's not like hmm. oh, oh no, I wanted to you know the same creature or whatever.
2: I just think um, you know making Doctor Manhattan appear to be responsible for it. It's for me, it's just more satisfying and elegant, um, and than you know alien squid things, which 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 almost feels like a Deus Ex Machina for me. Um okay. just, but know, uh, yeah, with the, I guess the meta of that being, it, they're not really alien squid things, but. Uh, but it did, it gives yeah. me it gives it gives a great great sense of tragedy and sacrifice at the end of it really and uh, yeah I just, I just find it a little bit more satisfying that that ending but I that, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a masterpiece I you know it's well at least the director's cut is what three three hours or so long and I can sit and watch it anytime.
0: Very awesome, I appreciate that. So. Um... Where was i so that was your number two was that right no number three uh, number three bro. that's right so we are up to yours then number number three to finish us off The you
3: so this one hasn't been mentioned yet and i'm feeling that it's not going to get mentioned but my number three is the batman ah. okay it's three hours i don't feel it felt like it was three hours i think it's visually stunning the soundtrack's great i think robert patterson puts in a good batman performance like he's definitely my favourite Batman. Personally, he's not a good Bruce Wayne. I'll, that's the one, like, handy, like that, and the ending is, and the Venom whole, like, injecting with Venom is the only downside for me. But it's I thought think, I like. <laughs> well, I wish they set
0: up the inject. I, I did this. Whenever. I don't think it was supposed to be Venom in Venice. I think that that's that's a lot of geeky fanboys that have leapt to conclusions, and it's just basically adrenaline. But because there's oh, yeah, I just, like, there, Venom just is like, in like the ooh. thing he injects. I
3: didn't think it was actually like Bane <laughs> Venom, but. Yeah. Like, I explain it more in um the um my my big screen podcast. Oh okay. yeah, nice, so, nice where love. I went into a lot of detail about how yeah. they could have just fixed that one issue easily. I think um, it's just great. I, I've seen it, I watched it twice in cinema. So that was at the comfort of a cinema where I couldn't go for a toilet break or anything. I think the Riddler is a great villain, personally. I love the Riddler, I love what Paul Dano does with it. Penguins, pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, I'll give you that. I really, I just, I just really like it. It's really good, and I think it's a very good representation of the detective side of Batman, which we normally do get to see. And it has a dark sense of comedy, like the whole thumb drive thing, which kind of took me by surprise on a rewatch. I was like, oh, that's surprisingly funny.
0: Uh, See, I just, I couldn't quite get away with the Batman. Maybe it's because it was so high. And everybody said it was going to great And maybe it's because i never particularly rated Matt Reeves Anyway um, So your number two DK, what is it?
1: My number two is Batman 89 I agree with both Theo and Nick uh, Michael Keaton is the best Bruce Wayne I just think Keaton and Nicholson uh, Give fantastic performances it, it can get a little silly at times But, uh, but yeah it, It's not overly gritty And it's not overly camp it's, it, I think it walks that fine line And that's why I love it
0: yeah, I would agree the two uh, just to talk about it then uh, is Superman the 78 movie um again because I had to do theatrical release and not the slightly extended might be why it's in two instead of one but I also just think it it hasn't sent dated very well uh, which is the other, only other reason because I other than that I adore this movie I can quote the dialogue between Jorel and you know the, the dialogue to little baby Kal-El just verbatim. Um, I love it so much. I can uh, Brandos performance is fantastic. Whatever you think about the man, the Krypton stuff, the on the Smallville sequences uh, with um, the kind of Glenn Ford aesthetic and uh, and everything, oh, so good. I just I could sing the praises of this film no end. And then, like you said, the helicopter rescue, uh, you've <laughs> got you've got me who's got you. That kind of cool back and forth. The relationship between Clark and Lewis is just believable, um, and just the heroism. and the, for me. They've never captured the spirit of Superman as well before or since, quite frankly. Uh, Christopher Reeve was an absolute revelation and uh, irreplaceable, I think. They've yet to find anyone anywhere near as good. So, yeah, I could, I'd could, i be here all day, but I basically have a review on the big screen cast audio channels, if you are interested in my opinion on Superman, where I just rave about it uh, to my friend Will, who I introduced to it for like an hour and a half, I think. So, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and listen to that. And uh, I will move us on from that and say, Nick, what is your number two? Well said,
2: well said. Yeah, it might not be uh, moving on as much as you think. Okay. Two. It's Superman 78. (laughs) Okay, awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I I don't need to expand on it too much um, beyond what you've said. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and here we go with the age thing again. But yeah, I saw this at the cinema.
0: For me, I think I grew up watching because it was it's one of those kind of bank holiday type films so I grew up watching Superman on TV and I, it was such a formative experience that I can't remember because I was so young but I know that it's the film that kind of made me fall in love with the Superman Mythos and the character who mm. is now like my favorite superhero character um because I just grew up with this as kind of doctrine I guess ingrained in my brain so
2: yeah, yeah. awesome I can't I can't um, sort of how well it's aged because it's so so ingrained in my. Yeah,
0: my yeah, mind. exactly.
2: I, mean, yeah,
0: it's, I, I can't look it? at it objectively, either, really.
2: <laughs> but, uh, it's as effect it so, as you can get, really. I think,
0: as the, as the uh, tagline says, you will believe man can fly. And so, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so uh, Theo, then, just to finish off our number twos, <laughs> <laughs> what's your number two? <laughs> and is so, it number two? <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: So uh, tying it back a little bit further, my number two is Batman
0: '89. Huh. Ah, so it's number two at all? That's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what? Did, I, I'm surprised because I I wasn't sure that would have aged well to the younger generation. But yeah, why do you love uh, Batman '89?
3: Well, this was like the Batman that I grew up with in the terms of like I had this on DVD. My parents liked it, so I watched it quite a lot. And I see. It's just it's like like everyone said before. I it, it's Pretty much everything that's been said already. Nicholson's a great Joker. Michael Keaton is my favourite Bruce Wayne. Not my favourite Batman, but he's a still a great damn Batman.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The Tim Burton's aspects are lovely. I love it all. The soundtrack is phenomenal, in my opinion. It's iconic. It's just, yeah, it's all around great, even if
0: he can't move his neck. <laughs> DK, as we've been doing throughout, we'll start with you. What is your number one film that you're giving 10 points to Eurovision style?
1: Okay, as a surprise to absolutely no one at this point, it's Superman seventy-eight.
0: Awesome, awesome, cannot fault it. And what did you like? About? The movie that we've been
1: talking up endlessly. Yeah, it's, it's what can I add to what you and Nick have said? Basically, as you say, uh, you, you will believe a man can fly, and at that point, I did. It was one of the first big superhero movies I saw, and I just can't fault it. I mean, other actors can play Superman, but to me, Reeve is Superman.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Yeah. can't disagree uh, awesome. uh, So my number one then uh, will probably annoy a few people uh, my number one is The Dark Knight <laughs> because I don't think you can really go past how good it is and I'm always aware of the kind of backlash to it and the oh is it overrated kind of thing and yet time I watch it I'm like no this is just I still feel the same way I did the cinema That like I can't believe superhero cinema can be this good and it, it you know, and elevate itself to that level. I personally think Christian Bale's great in it. I think, obviously, Heath Ledger is next level good. Again, nobody ever talks about Tooth or um, what's his name? Aaron, Aaron Eckhart, that's it, um, who was to me is also spectacular. Just appreciate the message throughout the film and all the things that it's trying to say, and I think it's it's a next level good superhero movie for me, so that's why it made my number one and got 10 points for um, So,
2: Nick, What's your number one well this uh, is where you'll find out that your number one choice does not annoy me because okay. it appears our number one and two are exactly the same yeah dark Knight. Okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. I, i've got this this one i've made no notes for whatsoever i didn't need to uh, mm. i think yeah absolutely elevated superhero movies Although, technically, Batman isn't a superhero, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he not the powers, but uh, other than being very, very rich. But, yeah, I think it's an extraordinary film. Uh, all the elements you've mentioned are great, but for me, Heath Ledger's Joker is just transcendent. Uh, I'm in awe. It's still winning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he deserved it fully. I just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely in awe of his performance uh as Joker. Some people don't like the the take on it, I guess, but for me it was just extraordinary. I all, all I'm gonna do now really is just gush about that. So I'll <laughs>
0: bring us all men to the What's your number one? Number one is Joker. Ah.
3: <sighs> okay. <laughs> what is what's your deal, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I made no secret of fact that. I hate this movie. It has absolutely no business being a Joker film. It's somebody slapping DC and Joker on, you know, um, King of incel, Comedy, Clown Man, the origin, and it just, it, it's not Joker. It and it just, it bears no resemblance to the DC comics or anything like that. And yet, it made a billion off the back of just having that name. When to me, it's abusing it it's just one of those movies that's going to glorify, you know, murder because it's all, oh, it's mental health issues and whatever else. And I'm going to glorify being an arsehole because, oh, society treated you that way. And it was just, it's everything that's wrong with the world in cinematic form. But I'm pleased you like it, Theo.
3: (laughs) Right. Am I allowed to come to its defense now?
0: (laughs) Of course. course. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) So I can take into account that it's hard to see this as a Joker movie, but it is at the end of the day. And I think... I still like the way it tied in, like the, the like thread of it. He may be Bruce's like relative. I thought was interesting. That's like an interesting take on the Joker that's never really been done, I don't think, to my knowledge. And I think uh, Joaquin Phoenix does a phenomenal job in the role of Joker. Like, I think he really smashes it. And I can get where you're coming from with like the murder being glorified and like seeing as something as like um, empowering almost, like the murders empowering.
0: Catharsis, that's the word. Because so, like, oh, people are getting their comeuppance for being jerks, and so but you feel this sense of catharsis that somebody's just been murdered horribly.
3: This <laughs> might just be my big brain interpretation, but every time... I, I felt pity for Alpha Fleck and the Joker's character. I felt so bad for him, and obviously, that's he's like, that's what the character's meant to be. But when he turns to killing people, I didn't view it as something that was, um, like glorified or something that was like oh hell yeah he just killed these assholes i was like okay this is pushing the line like this is Mm. this is going too far with it like you can but the film
0: celebrates it he has a song like a musical sequence while everyone's like mimicking him as they he's dancing down the steps like hey everyone
3: kind of plays into that like when when do we support someone like when does someone go too far that makes sense. Like, when do we, when do we say, "All right, this is too much"? Like, when he's, um, when he like when he's threatening the guys, you're like, "Yeah, stick up for yourself, mate." You know, do it.
0: And then when you pull the trigger, you're like, shit, you've gone too far. And for me, but that's... the film doesn't the film doesn't present you with that. I would I would counter that the film glorifies it like mad because the film doesn't paint that as him going too far. It paints it as that's his heroic origin. Do you know what I mean? It's like hey, oh, yeah, then, the greatest.
3: But then again. <laughs> That my interpretation of it is like we see it and it's and it's meant to be it's meant to be like again, there's a word I can't think of it's not catharsis, but as like not revitalizing, but like it's it's for him, like it uplifts him, it makes him feel better. But from my point of view, it's it's not a good thing. Like him going around killing people who were just assholes, that's not that's not good in my books. And for that, I can see him as a character who's gone too far. Same when he goes on the talk show, he got publicly humiliated, which, yes, you feel for him. You feel bad for him. You want him to succeed. But then when he shoots the host, you're like, shit, no, that's too far. Like, again, it was meant to be, it may have been filmed and it was meant I, to be interpreted
0: as like that's a That's what you're fight. taking from it, but I would I would disagree. I would say the film's presenting it a completely different way. And you are mature enough to know that like, you know, this kind of shit is bad, but not everybody is. If anyone
3: comes away from that film thinking that Joker was a hero, I think they just completely misread the film, in my opinion. I get that, like it is shown to be glorifying, but then I think that's kind of the aspect because we need to have a character to root for. And out of all the dipshit, like dirtbag characters, there are he's the only real character we can latch onto because whether he's the only one that's being shown to us, but he's still an interesting character. Like I want to follow him. It doesn't mean I agree with everything he does, or that like his mental health is an excuse for what he does. But it's interesting. It's I just find it fascinating to like follow this character that, to, to me, is at the point of being
0: irredeemable. See, I wasn't
2: interested. I was just, I was just bored, and I couldn't stand the character. But that's to just Jokey here, or Ezra Miller. <laughs> 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 Ooh, controversy. Oh, controversy! Yeah. I come to Theo's defense on this one. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not incredibly familiar with it, but I have seen it. I mean, for me, my first impression is it's basically a Scorsese film. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. It's Taxi Driver, it's King of Comedy, yeah. which is very rated, uh and has that, you know, Robert De Niro connection, of course. I I it's absolutely challenging this film. Um I did not see it as glorifying myself. Um but yeah, I can see why you you would say Mike that you know uh other people might see that. But uh you know, I, I think we need cinema. Yeah. We need things that do challenge perceptions and do, uh, you know, make make you think. The danger, of course, being that uh, people will just see it at taste value and take that. Um, yeah, it's a difficult, it's a difficult one. I di- I, yeah, I'm coming to the defence, and clearly, I didn't include it in my top ten, or I haven't mentioned it at all. Um, but I, I definitely see when you're coming through from on that. You know, I didn't see him as a hero. I saw, yeah, you know, not even an anti-hero. Yeah, it's, um, it's a, it's an examination of the character and you know the mental health and what society does to people, which I think is very relevant in this day and age. Um, mm in terms of social media and uh you know and uh, the state of i mean you know, i was i was gonna
0: put out but i will just say that my counterpoint to that is that there's an awful lot of people cosplaying as this character and that is not yeah. particularly that that is people that are missing the point and yet, yeah the film,
1: yeah. The film
0: led them there
1: <laughs> so, oh, okay. like, uh, yeah
3: can i have just one quick example of i think like acknowledging that this character is in the wrong mm
1: mm-hmm.
3: When you see him dancing on the steps, they play a Gary Glitter song. Now, the song itself is all right; like it's pretty cool. It goes the sequence, but knowing about Gary Glitter and watching that, and being like, "Oh shit, this is this like revitalizing sequence is done over a Gary Glitter And I was like, "So well, I'm not meant to like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not meant to be on his side because he's dancing to a not song. Giving them
0: a lot of trust that they didn't just pick that song because they liked it. I am, but okay. I am putting a lot of faith in that that but yeah.
3: for me i felt like there's got to be like there's got to be a reason why they did that okay and that's I what i like it. to think about that that scene is like they're playing on the idea of yeah this is like this is
2: his moment but like is it a good
3: moment yeah,
2: but, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that was accidental um i don't think it was about the song i i think that okay. uh, it's it's well, i'd like to think anyway but uh, yeah a lot of this
3: is yeah. like speculation but i just like you i'd love to think that that's what they're doing oh. that's fair enough
0: i mean i don't begrudge anybody liking it you are taking away that like you like it for the right reasons i guess yeah <laughs> um, because you know if, if you say it to me yeah, i like it because it's challenging cinema i like you know... oh, mate, this film's so relatable then we've got yeah. it <laughs> yeah well exactly. yeah but you'd be surprised like i said you, you see a lot of these memes like you missed the point by idolizing them starter pack and it is it's like shock from Watchmen or the uh, Tyler Durden from Fight Club and whatever. And I would yeah, add the Joker to that. I like, like, no.
1: when people idolize Harley Quinn and Joker as a, an ideal Roman. Yeah. We got deep on this last one, didn't we? But um, We did,
0: but uh,
3: I knew, we'll move us on I anyway.
0: On my ground because I knew Mike was going to fight me on this one. <laughs> oh, no, but, uh, but it, at the end of the day, we can disagree and still be friends. Oh yeah, we we'll both just have a different. We both watched it and took a different thing away, but neither one of us are wrong, and neither one of us saying you're wrong to think that. It's just that I, I didn't feel the way you did. You didn't feel the way I did. That's fair enough. And mm-hmm. neither one of us are talking to each other again after this. So <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about. I'm I'm still good to uh, chat to you. Don't
2: worry. <laughs> it's it's cinema is art, and art yeah. is an interpretation and personal, like you know, emotional response. Yeah, exactly. But there's about it's cinema like at the end of the day. Yeah. Well,
0: exactly, yeah. yeah. It would be boring if we were all just like, well, that was bland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll move us any to the next bit. So before I give our final tens, uh, DK, did you get my message about uh, the audience
1: interaction section? I did. I have them here. Would you like me to go through those?
0: If you could just start us off, we're going to move to the audience interaction section, and we're going to go over some of the top tens that we received from our viewers and listeners. Uh, and yeah, DK, if you want to start us off with the ones you've got.
1: Yeah, first we've got Chris, which is at Shelf Nerds over on Twitter. He says, I think Marvel is more consistent in the production of a quality product, while DC has incredible highs and incredible lows. It lacks consistency in quality and vision, and I'm not saying they need a shared universe of storytelling like Marvel. He's then given five of his favorite movies. They're in no particular order from what I can see, but he lists The Dark Knight, The Batman, Batman Begins, the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Secret tell us of Rick's at PeckFanRick. He says this was a challenging list to do. Uh, I think you better get ready with that hot rod there, Mike. Uh, oh, number- oh, yeah. <laughs> at number 10, he has Batman Returns. At number 9, Superman 3. At number 8, Man of Steel. At number 7, Batman Forever. At number 6, no. Batman Begins. <coughs> At number five, <laughs> Superman. Correct reaction. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Literally fainted. <laughs> <laughs> number four, The Dark Knight. Here's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Number three, Batman and Superman. Oh. Number two, Green Lantern. <laughs> That's At awesome. number one, Superman 2. <laughs> Moving on. Yep. And uh, we've got one here from uh, from <laughs> Will Templar. And he's on. at number 10. He has Joker. At number nine, he has Constantine. Thank you, Will. At number eight.
2: <laughs> he's barely he has- seen any DC films.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at number eight, he has Batman 89. At number seven, he has The Suicide Squad. At number six, he brings up Shazam. Number five, Batman begins. Number four, the Dark Knight rises. Okay. Uh, number three, Superman. Number two, The Batman. And at number one, he has Swamps Earth. no, he has the Dark Knight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nicely done, nicely I done. I think
3: that's more or less just Will's ten DC films he's actually seen.
0: <laughs> <It> basically is <laughs> effectively. <laughs> Uh, My little brother, Sam, sent me one. His list is, let's be honest, 90% Batman. Uh, But I I said I would read it. Here we go. Uh, His list is number 10, Birds of Prey. Uh, Number 9, Batman the Killing Joke, which does count just on a technicality because it did get a theatrical release. Uh, Number 8 is The Dark Knight Rises. Come on. Number 7 is Aquaman. Number 6 is Batman Begins. Number 5 is Batman Returns. Number 4 is The Batman. Number three is The Suicide Squad. Number two is Watchmen. And weirdly, his number one is The Dark Knight. So for all the criticisms, he does have the same number one as me. So. <laughs> and finally, um, speaking of family members, my little nephew, Harry, uh, has some strong opinions. Uh, and he sent me his list. And he says... "See, uh, Number 10, Robin, just because it's serious. It's not a good movie, but it's a great movie to have a laugh at. Uh <laughs> Number nine, Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, number eight, Superman the Movie. Number seven, Wonder Woman. Uh, number six, Green Lantern. To which is written, I literally don't see anything wrong with it, and it baffles me why people don't like it so much. It's hilarious. The plot is quite good, and the CGI really isn't as bad as people think it is. It makes sense for the suit to be full CG since it's supposed to be a lantern construct.
2: Like Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, um,
1: um, Nothing.
0: His uh, anyway his number five is aquaman his number four is the suicide squad his number three is Shazam, which hasn't really come up enough in this uh, in this list but yeah um his number two is the dark knight and his number one theo is the batman so
1: yes
0: <laughs> so uh, he uh he wrote he did write a little bit of explanation underneath and said um i love superman as a character he's my favorite superhero but I feel like most of the movies do him justice. Christopher Reeves' Superman the Movie and Brandon Routh's Superman Returns are the only Superman movies where I feel like his character is actually done right. Man of Steel is a complete mess of a Superman movie. Henry Cavill is great, but the portrayal of Jonathan Kent, a character who I feel has just as role in a super movie as superman himself is a train wreck he gives clark horrible advice basically tells him to just let people die and then gets himself killed in a tornado which is stupid <laughs> since it doesn't it doesn't send clark the message that he can't save everyone the way him having a heart attack does in other superman media this version of superman is too dark, instead of being the lovable Superman that he normally is, which further proves the fact that Zack Snyder hasn't read a single piece of Superman. However, General (laughs) Zord and the rest of the villains are great in
1: this movie. (laughs) That's pretty much nailed on the head, though.
3: I
0: I mean, he is right, (laughs) effectively. You're not wrong. We (laughs) have a top ten, but I will be honest, um, three films are tied. So we have three number sixes, basically. One odd number, yeah, they all tied. have the same points. What yeah. to one <laughs> weird number to be tied? It's uh, yeah. 13 points. We have three films on that, so they're all technically number six. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> if you're wondering why we jump from eight from nine, sorry, to six, that's why, that's why. they're number six. Um, heck, we ha- ended up with a top ten all same, which I'm surprised about. I thought would be a bit more, uh, there'd be a bit more dissonance, a bit more difference, but there isn't. And it's surprising some of the films that made it because they were high on one person's list. So, uh, right, drum roll, everybody! Woo! <laughs> At number ten then is the Batman. Okay. So <laughs> it made our top ten list. Well done. Um, yeah. Number nine was Joker,
2: which again. Um, right.
0: Don't love that, but it got 10 points. So it came in at night's nice fair. Um, the, the joint number sixes then are in alphabetical order uh, Wonder Woman, The Suicide Squad, and Superman 2. So they're all the joint number six. Uh, the number five is Man Begins. The number four is Watchmen. The number three is The Dark Knight number two is Batman 89 and the number one the best top DC movie according to this year podcast is Superman 1978 yes yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: good call everybody that's uh, that's our top 10 so do you agree with us uh, by all means leave your comment in the descriptions below or you know anywhere that you can find us on social media which you'll hear in our fabulous new outro and uh, yeah all that's left to do now is to say thank you so much for joining us and uh, we'll start with you Theo. did you have anything you wanted to plug quickly before we head out um well
3: if i'm allowed to plug then um of course i have my own youtube channel uh soup productions and i have my joint podcast with will which is the big screen podcast
0: awesome awesome and uh... Links to all of this will be in, of course. But yeah, thanks for joining you. I think this is the first time you've been on this channel, although we've been on yours. So uh, really appreciate it's, it, and hopefully we can. Uh, it's been really fun. Thank you. Awesome. It's great. Awesome. Great. It's great having you, Uh Nick. uh What did you want to plug, if anything at all? <laughs>
2: I have nothing to plug, but uh, yeah, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you very much for having me, and thanks for coming uh, yeah. back
0: and uh, yeah, thanks for coming back to us after that predator. And thanks for uh, it's been nice to meet you because I didn't have a chance to the last time since DK hosted solo, so it's yeah, been, uh, been a been a pleasure.
1: Uh,
0: Same. Okay, How are you doing anything you wanted to say before we quickly sign off?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I've had a, a cracking time and uh, nothing to plug. Just usual description. That's it. Awesome. Uh, right, that's uh, fair enough. That'll end this
0: then. And thanks once again to Timeless Journey, our new outro music. Uh, you can find links to their SoundCloud in the description, as you'll hear. And uh, hopefully, you don't disagree with us too much and we could all still be friends. In the meantime, you can catch our sister podcast, Hit or Miss Star Trek, uh, which DK and I will be starting up again third season of that very soon so look out for that over on that channel and look out for uh, the game show trekker mind star trek mastermind coming to that channel soon as well so thanks again for joining us and uh, again great great uh, actual choices i'm very chuffed with that uh, top one because yeah you in the epic words of arnie no, no in the epic words of superman you'll believe a man can fly and we'll be back <laughs> <laughs>
2: You have been listening
3: to the Silver Screen Podcast, hosted by Michael Wilson and DK. Created, produced, and edited by Michael Wilson. Behind the scenes sections and additional material produced by DK. Music by Timeless Journey. More information can be found at soundcloud.com forward slash timelessjourney. Follow the podcast on Twitter at podcast underscore screen, on Instagram at Silver screen Podcast, or look for the Silver Screen Podcast under Facebook groups. Links to all our social media accounts and more are in this episode's description. This podcast is available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Just look for Silver Screen, Hit or Miss Star Trek this has been a mike's
2: podcast production copyright 2022 thank you for listening